Welcome to the Rehab Recap Podcast, and I will be your host, Krista Asoka. As you know, Rehab Recap is a community of African medical rehabilitation professionals who are coming together to facilitate better rehabilitative services in Africa. We comprise of physiotherapists, occupational therapists, speech pathologists, audiologists, prosthetists, and orthotists. And for today's episode, we are doing a segment on ear care. Uh, today is World Hearing Day, 3rd of March. And we found that we could, you know, actually talk about what is happening with ear care with one of our community members, Mr. Benjamin. I particularly just found out that I had little to no idea about the ear until we had this conversation in our group and we're talking about the do's and don'ts of what you should do and what you shouldn't do to your ear and we just said you know what we have to do a podcast on this and allow other people to have the opportunity to learn a thing or two about their ears so i do hope you enjoyed this conversation and thank you for tuning in Good morning. Good morning. So thank you so much for joining the podcast this morning. I am totally, totally grateful. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's it's a privilege to be on this podcast with you. Thank you. So let's let's dive straight into it. So today we're going to be talking about ear care and you know various misconceptions around it could you kindly introduce yourself where you are what you do so that the audience gets to have a feel of you know who you are okay i'm benjamin tete amati i'm an audiologist at new star ear center in tema west africa ghana um as an audiologist um i assess people's hearing i manage ceremony, I program and fit hearing aid and um, basically um, that, yeah. Great, wonderful. And I, I'm sure you must definitely enjoy your job. Yes, my, my job is quite an interesting um, profession. I totally enjoy it and um, it's something I, I love doing. It's something I've always wanted to to do. And I derive so much satisfaction from it. The joy of um, being of great help to people, you know, means so much to me. So I totally enjoy what I do. Amazing. So I, I, I read a fact that says around 466 million people worldwide have this disabling hearing loss. And 34 million of these 46 million, 466 million are children. And it's it's sad to hear these kind of things. I'm like, I practically didn't know that ear care and hearing loss was such a big thing around the world globally. And it made me wonder, is, is there something we're getting wrong? Like, how do we get to this point? I mean, the estimate is that by 2050, we'll have over 900, 900 million people with hearing loss. So tell us what exactly are the misconceptions behind hearing? Like, 
what is leading to these things? Are the genetics? Is it mishandling? What exactly is going on? Well, so we with the hearing loss and the numbers that are having issues with hearing loss all over the world, um, a lot of factors can be attributed to that. Um, one, there are not enough professionals to diagnose the hearing losses and then uh, for the right interventions to be put in place. So that is also making it difficult to to address these this, um, problems. Um, so for for the hearing loss and the numbers, that is basically it. Now, for the misconceptions about, about um, ear care, you know, the ear is, is not one of the, the popular um, um, sense organs that people really know about. A lot more people know about the eye and all that. So for, for the ear, a lot of issues that has to do with it is is not out there. Okay, it's not out there. So a lot of people don't really know a lot about it. So when they even have issues, they have they don't have um, any idea about where exactly they have to go to seek solutions to some of these um, issues. So for for the ear and hearing care, it is basically due to these factors. Hmm. Okay. So, and 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 what what can one do to get themselves well apprised? Like you mentioned, that people really don't know so much about the ear. If if one were to start this journey and say, "Okay, I want to be deliberate about taking care of my ear," where does the person start from? All right. So, um. As professionals, especially in Ghana, Africa, we are doing our bit to um, put a lot of information out there to publicize what we do. Okay, okay so that people will know where to go to 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 seek um, whatever help they they need. So for the for the ear, um, I'll start off by saying that. Um, when we talk of the ear, we have the ear care and then the, the hearing care. So for the ear care, usually we advise people if you have any issue that has to do with your ear, be it um, a discharge coming out of it, an ear pain and all that, don't try to use a home remedy. Okay, you... You go to the nearest um, healthcare professional so that you can be referred to the appropriate specialist who can handle that since those people know exactly what they are doing. And we also advise that people shouldn't try and insert ear swabs or Q-tips. And some people even... um, insert feathers into their ears in a bit to clean it. We strongly advise against, against that. And we also um, advise people not to um, put especially unprescribed um, ear drops into their ears. Yeah, that, that is a common thing happening, especially in Ghana here. 
you see people when they have issues, they just go to the pharmacy, get um, an eardrop, and then they insert it in. All these things, they don't help to keep the ear clean. Okay, and then I earlier on I, t- I talked about the home remedies. Yes, some people also decide to prepare concussions and then pour them into their ears mm. in a bit. Yes, to deal with those problems, and they end up um, worsening the condition. And for the youth, we also advise that, especially in the era in which we are, where you have a lot of the the earpiece, the earplugs all around, we advise that um, don't share, don't share such stuff with anybody. Um, your yeah. earbuds, your don't don't share them. So when you are able to do all this, um, it will go a long way to keep the ear clean. Wow, you know, you know this last point you made about not sharing um ear um, pods and uh, ear plugs. I'm like. One time I had a friend who I wanted to listen to a song and I was like, yeah, give me your earpiece. And you're like, no, you know how much dirt goes in and out? And it, it shocked me at that point. I think at that point I became more conscious of the fact that, you know, sharing these things, it's more like a personal, you know, device. You shouldn't really share them. That's and true. people don't know that. And, and then there's something else too that this just triggers in me. You know how that we're always constantly wearing our earplugs and I don't know if that should cause moisture to come into the ear, but I find that every time like I take out my AirPods or something, you would always see some like form of moisture around that. What, what exactly is that? Is that the air trying to breed or what causes that exactly? Okay. So um, for the AirPods, the earpiece, the earplugs and all that, when you wear it for a long time, the yeah. ear can can become fatigued okay the ear can become fatigued and then the the moisture and and all those things um are the more reasons why you don't have to share with people because Mm -hmm. imagine if um, all those moisture and all those stuff get to um get stuck on the ear pod and then you know somebody else put puts it in his or her ears. Yeah. It can cause infections and uh, and all that. Yeah. So um, those things, when you use them for long, it can fatigue the ears. Mm. Okay. So that for me, I think I'd also just add that that means it's it's necessary that as much as you're taking care of your ear, in this time and age where everyone is using these um, electronic devices, we should also take care to clean them. I've seen some um, sure. headphones that are so dirty and you're wondering, how do you even put that in your ear? So I think we should take our yeah. time and properly clean them and remove any residue that might have come out from our ears onto the earplugs. So that brings me to my next question. You know, in a bit to like stop prevention, what are the signs and symptoms of having an ear infection? How do you know your ear is infected? So your ear in- is infected if you start having ear pain and the ear pain can be around the ear. Sometimes when you hold the ear, it feels painful or inside your ear canal. So the moment you start feeling pain, you should know you you either have an ear infection or you are coming down with an ear infection. There are instances where you might have discharge also coming out of your ear. When you have that, you should also know that you 
you have an ear infection. And like I earlier on said, for most people, when they see such things, they either want to do home remedy or they want to put stuff into their ears to you know, take care of it. And when you do that, you end up worsening it. So primarily, it has to do with the pain, the discharge. Yes, when, when you have these two things, you should know you, you have um, uh, an ear infection. Yeah. And, and what about when people have this? Uh, this this thing that is really common about people feeling like there's a ring in, in their ear. What, what is the cause of that and how can it be taken care of too? So the ringing in the ear is technically known as tinnitus. Some call it tinnitus. So tinnitus is um, ringing in the ear, like you rightly said, but it is... It's, it can be due to um, death getting stuck on your eardrum. Yeah, it can, that can induce tinnitus. But the major cause of tinnitus has to do with inner ear problems, especially noise-induced hearing loss. Mm. That, yeah, that is able to cause tinnitus. That is the most common cause of tinnitus, noise-induced hearing loss. And 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 when you talk about noise, now I'm curious. Um, how how much noise can our ear tolerate? Because with the amount of you know high music and like we earlier said, earplugs, how much noise, how much sound levels can our ears actually tolerate? When it comes to noise levels and tolerance, we factor two main things into consideration we look at the level of exposure or the intensity of the, the sound and then the duration of exposure. That is to say that um, for a high intensity sound, it doesn't need a lot of time to damage your, your ear, your hearing, okay? And for a low intensity sound, if there is prolonged exposure, it can also um, damage your hearing. So it is more of the level of exposure versus the duration. Okay, so if you are able to do that, if you are able to, to know that um, it will inform how long you use, um, you expose your ears to sound. Okay, and it will also inform your how you control the volume of whatever you are listening to. Okay. Yeah, so mainly it has to do with the level of exposure and then the duration. For especially among the youth, um, most of these um, latest devices in town, um, they they have when you are increasing the volume, it gets to a certain level where you are even prompted. Yeah. Yes. So when when it gets there, you should know that you you are exceeding what is normal. Mm. And then there are instances too. If you find yourself in noise, and then you have to communicate with people, and you find yourself, you know, talking loud and louder than normal, you should know that you are exposing your ears to. Um, abnormal level of sound. 
Yeah. Okay. Wow. So um, even with devices that do not have the the those prompters, when you go a little beyond um, 50%, you should know you are entering into the hazardous areas. Mm. Mm. Fantastic. And, and, you know, as much as we're doing, we're talking about this in the general sense of it, a lot of people who will be listening are actually professionals within the rehabilitation field. Mm-hmm. And they are probably working mm-hmm. with patients who have other underlying uh, conditions and they might also have, you know, ear problems and infections. When do you advise your colleague that they need to see an audiologist? So we advise people to consider seeing an audiologist if they notice that there are changes in their hearing sensitivity. Okay, if there are changes in your hearing sensitivity, you need to see an audiologist. If you realize that one ear seems to be more sensitive than the other, you need to see an audiologist. If you realize your hearing is muffled, you need to see an audiologist. If you you wake up suddenly and then uh, you wake up and you suddenly have a hearing loss, you need to see an audiologist. And um, if you have difficulty understanding speech, you need to see an audiologist. Or if you, you struggle in background noise, or when you are in a crowd, if you struggle hearing people, you need to see an audiologist. And for some people, they have struggles with consonants. They, they struggle to differentiate between consonants. When you find yourself um, having that issue, you need to see an audiologist. Um, if you also uh, find yourself in a situation where you frequently uh, have to ask people to speak more slowly, clearly, or loudly, you definitely need to see an audiologist. For some people also, when um, they are home, you would realize that um, they would have to turn up the volume of their TVs or radios. If you find yourself doing that, you need to see an audiologist. And then like we earlier on said, if you have issues with ringing in your ears or tinnitus, you need to see an audiologist. And there's this thing also where... um, some people have difficulties dealing with everyday sounds. Technically, we call it hyperacusis. If you you have issues dealing with everyday sounds, you also need to see an audiologist. Fantastic. And and I'll just add to that, that if uh, you're a professional, a reputation professional, and you're dealing with children or older people with disability, and you notice any of these signs, please reach out to your fellow colleague in the mm-hmm. field and collaborate on that case. Because I feel like many times they're not, some of these um, pathologies are, are closely jointed and we might just be handling one thing, not knowing that another thing needs to be addressed to get the full recovery of the patient. Yeah. So thank you so much, yeah. Benjamin, for this entire conversation. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you for your time. And I don't know how much else to say. I'm, I'm so grateful to have this conversation with you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And um, it's like I said, it's, it's a pleasure. 
And that brings us to the very end of this particular podcast. Thank you for listening in from the very beginning to the very end. I do hope you learned a thing or two about the ear. And of course, you'll be able to also tell someone else about what you learned today. And if you want to join us in the Rehabico community, please just look for us on Telegram at We Are Rehabica. We are on Twitter as We Are Rehabica. We are on LinkedIn as We Are Rehabica. And you could send us an email at wearehabica at gmail.com and we easily are accessible on either of these platforms. And you can always join us and have conversations with all of the other people within the community. And until next time, stay safe.